Welcome to your Breakthrough Blueprint. I'm your host, Becky Oste, a wife, mom, and trauma-informed marriage coach. After a decade of trying all the mainstream modalities of healing to save my marriage, I found myself two kids later separated and on the verge of divorce. That's when I stumbled upon the unconventional game changer of somatic work that not only resurrected my dying marriage, but bled into breakthroughs in my parenting, purpose, spirituality, health, wealth, business, and more in just six months. My intention with this podcast is simple. Through every weekly episode, my goal for you is that one, you realize how insanely collective our struggles are, that you're not even close to alone. Two, that you can laugh a little because God knows we need it. And three, that you walk away with actionable advice on how to design your unique blueprint for your breakthrough life. So get your earbuds in, grab your coffee so you can sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. All right, guys, welcome back to an episode that is going to be the first that we ever talk and go into a topic like this, talking about health and cancer and healing. And I have Carly Shankman on the podcast today. I followed her journey for a long time, but this is the first time that I get to speak to her face to face beyond just Instagram DMs and get to share her story with all of you that I hope will give you information for preventative use, if anything, or if you are going through a similar diagnosis as Carly did hope for healing so honored to have you here carly how are you doing today so good thank you i'm thrilled to be here it's always a joy and an honor to share my story and hopefully have somewhat of an impact on someone either like you said in prevention or in active healing if they are in that current healing stage yeah happy to be here yeah so let's start with that could you i know it's hard to summarize but you've also practiced this a lot i'm sure could you just let us into your story and what led you to this work that you do today yeah so i have been i became a health coach in 2010 i've been passionate about health for a very long time i grew up in the 80s and in the 80s in new york my mom was buying raw milk we'd get raw milk delivered to the house and i remember being an early teen and my mom would explain to me why raw milk is better than pasteurized and why pasteurized milk has hormones and the cows are given antibiotics and i don't want to give that to my kids and i was like mom i just want the hormone-filled milk like every other kid why do you have to buy this weird milk and it's it's always a funny story because now my whole life is dedicated to healing and holistic food and natural ways of life and it's a important fact because it was i was listening right despite the fact that i was the young teen who wanted to do what everyone else did i was listening and i was receiving that and it's one thing that one thing i always tell parents even if your children are fighting against you they are listening and they are watching and so granted there are times when my kids eat um, chicken fingers and chips and i don't lose my mind about it because i know that they're watching what i'm doing which is i'm always talking about whole foods and nourishment so anyway i grew up in a house like that so when I when it came time to be, get a career, I became a holistic health coach. I spent about 10 years doing health coaching, one-on-one, group coaching, retreats, things like that. Very passionate about yoga and mindfulness and the body-mind-spirit approach to wellness. But in 2019, November 2019, I was shocked to receive a thyroid cancer diagnosis. A cancer diagnosis is shocking no matter how you live your life or how you show up. But the fact that I had dedicated myself to 
teaching people how to be healthy, there was a lot of guilt, there was a lot of shame, and there was a lot of devastation. The moment that I got that phone call, my eight-month-old son, who's turning five on Wednesday, he was sitting beside me in his high chair eating oatmeal for breakfast. And I remember that visceral fear that coursed through my body. And I think any parent can identify of like, who goes through something like this, will I be here to see my child grow up? And that's the number one thought in my brain is this, will I be here for cruise? And the experience of mine was quite interesting because I had that feeling, the fear, the shock, the devastation, the looking cruise at the eye, in the eye, will I be here? And I would say about 60 seconds later, a whether you call it God, whether you call it, it whatever your word for it was, this will not be the story that I tell. The only story that I will tell will be a story of healing and redemption. And that is the story that my son is going to watch play out before him. And I will be here for my son and I will be here well. And so there was this fire, this motherhood mama bear fire that said, I'm going to, this will be a story of healing. And so very quickly, I never said the words, I have cancer. I said, I am healing. I am rejuvenating my cells. I am nourishing my body back to wholeness. I am creating an environment in my body where cancer cells are going to naturally die off because I am infused with so much wellness. And that was the energetic frequency that I aligned with. And it's a really important part of the story for anyone who's going through something, cancer, autoimmune, even death, divorce, breakdown, like any pain or suffering is that we get to choose what story we want to tell. And it can be a story of redemption and victory, or it can be a story of, I don't know, I guess it could be a story of just getting taken by the system. And I knew that was what was possible in the cancer world, because like I said, I'd been a health coach for 10 years. So I knew about things like juicing and raw foods and the Gerson therapy. And so on that phone call, the doctor called, I'm sorry, it's metastatic thyroid cancer. You need immediate surgery, 30 lymph nodes. It's in your lymph nodes. So we need to make sure it doesn't move or migrate to your chest. You'll need radio radiation treatment, hormone replacement every day for the rest of your lives. I didn't so much as take Tylenol. So me hearing this is doesn't land so well. And I'm 33. I'm 33 years old at the time. And so she said, it's, this is immediate. You don't have time. You're, we need to get you into surgery next week. And I knew well enough that I actually did have time. One of my doctors, Dr. Tony, who I now see at Hope for Cancer says, cancer is rarely a medical emergency. There are very few cases where people are genuinely like, you need to get treatment right now, which means that we have time to pause, to put together a plan, to decide how we wanna move forward and heal. Again, that's one of the most empowering things that I tell people is like, hey, Carly, I just got diagnosed with cancer. What's the very first thing I should do? I'm like, take a breath, pause. Let's decide how you want to tell this story five years from now. Because when I started healing in an integrative way, 
so many people were like, I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have tried integrative before I went and had surgery, or I wish I would have done changed my nutrition before I had chemo. But they, but everyone's rush, right? Because these oncologists are leading with fear. And so everyone feels so rushed to make a decision that my first recommendation is to pause. And so we can get more into it and I'm happy to go in detail as you want, but essentially I knew to say, thank you so much. Thank you for the recommendation. Thankfully, I actually didn't have surgery. So it was November 9th, 2019. And I said, my insurance doesn't kick in until January. So I will be there January 1st, ready to go. And I'll call you then. And normally they won't let you off the hook, but because I didn't have insurance, she couldn't really do anything. So I hang up and I was, I turned to my husband. I was like, great. We've got eight, eight weeks to make some major changes. You like, we've got, I call my mom. I tell her she's, I'm on my way. She flies down from New York. She gets there. The three of us sit on the chat, the couch. I remember it. So we're like, great. What are we going to do? And I can tell you what we did, but that was like my response to the diagnosis and my prayer for people would be twofold. One, pause, take a breath, understand you have time. Two, decide, understand that the frequency and the energy that you bring in is what you're going to get out. Energy is like a boomerang, right? What you put out, put what comes right back to you. That's our perspective on life. That's the, the energy we put out. And it's the same with our healing journey. If we're like, that's it. I'm done for. This is the end. We're going to play in that vibrational frequency as opposed to I'm going to play in the vibration by the vibration and the frequency of health, healing, prosperity, growth, abundance. I'm I went through a healing journey and I got healthier every single day. It broke the freaking paradigm of what of what cancer is. That was twofold of having training in personal growth and having training in health by the time a cancer diagnosis came. And that's why my platform, Carly Loves Kale on Instagram, that is what I'm teaching people because not everyone had access to that the way that I did. So I am the access for some people to say, what you think about comes about, choose your story, inviting tools that are going to support your vitality. Holy bleep, Carly. This is the part where it's stay in podcast mode. I have to ask more questions, but I'm just like speechless and yeah, it could go many different routes. But what I want to start off by saying is just thank you for sharing that in such a powerful way and being so transparent with so many here on the podcast now too. It's interesting because I was thinking you're in the health field, I'm in the relationship field, and it's like the C word, right? In the health field, that's the last thing you want to hear when it comes to health. And then in my work, it's the D word, like the, the worst case scenario is divorce. That's the, the ultimate thing women don't want to face. And so for you to come face to face with the worst thing that could happen as far as Typically, that's what people think. And then for you to say that cancer is rarely a medical emergency and that your paradigm have been has been broken on what cancer actually is, it's just different. And it's interesting because this is something that I haven't explored too deeply, but I've always been curious just from a preventative standpoint. So can you tell me like, I don't even know if you've been asked this before, Carly, but I love to define obvious words here because so many listeners, like our minds can go to a million different directions on one word, but how do you define cancer? What is the dummies 101 definition of what is cancer? What is happening in our body? Mm -hmm. Cancer is a perfect storm. 
So cancer is not one thing. We can't just kill cancer because by the time cancer becomes a tumor, the tumor is just a symptom of what's going on systemically in the body. So let's take me for example. My, the, the, I don't say my cancer, the cancer diagnosis began because in college, I knocked out my two front teeth. I ended up with a titanium implant and two root canals. Mm. Over 10 years, unbeknownst to me, there was an infection that was breeding and growing in my mouth to the point that when I went to the first holistic cancer clinic, he said, and he asked my story, he said, the very first thing I want you to do is go see a biological dentist and get a cone beam scan. I got a scan and my mouth was black. Not only was there infection in the bone, but there was infection from all four places where my wisdom teeth had been pulled out. It's called cavitations. It's when there's holes that bacteria can grow in. He said, you're actually lucky that it was thyroid, that it was cancer, and that your the bones of your face didn't disintegrate, okay? So I have a rampant dental infection that had been growing for over 10 years, causing my immune system to shut down. We all have cancer cells in our body. Right now, we all have cancer cells in our body. Some of us turn them on, and some of them don't some of us don't rampant dental infection for over a decade one year before the diagnosis my dad suddenly passed shock these are called like shocking occurrences where you feel shock in your body my dad had an aortic aneurysm i was watching a movie with my husband my mom called hysterically crying your dad just died i'm like fall to the floor shock what, what, what are you talking about? He thought he was having food poisoning. He was eating lunch. My mom ran to the store to get activated charcoal. She was back 10 minutes later and he passed in that time. So that is a sudden shock to my system. Okay. Dad's dead. Okay. Two months after that, my husband and I aren't planning on having children. We wanted to travel the world freely, work on our laptops, be digital nomads. I find out I'm pregnant after doing a lot of things to not get pregnant. So I say this with sensitivity because I know many women go through a lot to get pregnant, but that pregnancy test was me crying and not happy tears of what am I going to do about this? My life is over. Underlying dental infection, shock from my father, shock from the pregnancy, and now eight months later, I have a tumor growing on my neck, okay? And then we're talking about underlying parasites, parasitic infections, heavy metals, like all the things that I now talk about in regard to detoxification. We're walking around with a heavy toxic load on top of assault. And then cancer cells have a perfect environment. They have the perfect terrain to grow. When you say, what is cancer? To me, it is a perfect storm. And that's why it's not to put people into fear, but it's to take responsibility and ownership for your life. Like the food that we're fed in the grocery stores and the toxic fertilizers that are put on the soil and the crap of reality TV shows, it is, we are getting assaulted from toxicity from our food, our air, our water, our soil, and our media. And people don't know better because if you do know better, it's because you're looking to do, to do better. Or you've had a crisis where you're like, the veil was lifted and you're like, what in the actual fuck is happening here? I've got to choose a different path. So that's what I believe cancer to be. I believe cancer to be a perfect storm, but there are so many things that we can do to care for our body, care for our mind, care for our immune system and care for our spirit so that the perfect storm never comes to your household.
Wow. I did not know that about us having cancer cells in our body. So that's, yeah, that's new for me. And it's interesting to what you were saying earlier about you getting that message from God, source, divine, whatever you want to call it, that basically this is not how your story is going to end. It's going to end in healing. I had a similar moment. I don't know how much you know of my story, but my husband and I, after 10 years, almost divorced, and we've just been through a lot of trauma in our marriage. And at our worst, I was just searching for answers and direction and hope. And I flipped the Bible open and it was the story of Lazarus dying where Jesus is like, this will not end in death, basically. And I never told anyone that, but it felt like a direct message to me through all the years when it seemed hopeless. And I was getting all this unsolicited advice that like, you should leave him or do this or do that. And I was like, that was my anchor. I was like, I had this little promise from God. I hope it was from God. Am I crazy? Am I making this up? Was it coincidence? All of that running through my head, but that was an anchor for me. And I'm curious if you experienced similar stuff after the diagnosis, even when you had that little internal message, that knowing um, of Carly, you need to do radiation or you need to go this route or that route when it was different than what you felt you were being led to do. Yeah. So interestingly enough, and it's a, I don't know, I'll explain it and you can see what I'm trying to say here. So throughout my journey, I got very clear messages from God that I was supposed to be a messenger for healing like that you, and that I've always been into health. I've always been into coaching. I've always been to supporting people with their health. And the very clear message I got was like, this was put on your plate so that you can alchemize this, which I have a juice company called Alchemy Juice, so that you can alchemize this, have an embodiment of the experience, because in order to speak to cancer patients, you need to have gone through this to speak directly to them. And I was very clear that regardless of how this ended, I was like, in the back of my mind, life or death, there was healing there. So let me tell you a little bit of a story. There's two women and one woman is estranged from her. She's estranged from her family. She's estranged from her children and she gets a cancer diagnosis and she goes to see this shaman and she says, please help me heal. And in that process, he helps her to do the spiritual work and the energetic work to come back together with her family, her husband, her children, they fly down, they see her in Florida and they have this beautiful month together where they're just laughing and crying and telling stories and their hearts came back together. One month later, that woman ends up passing on. That woman had healing. Another woman has cancer. She goes down to Florida to see the same shaman to work with him. And while she's there, the cancer clears. That woman had healing too. When we talk about the definition of healing, it doesn't just mean cancer-free. Now, we all hope and pray that cancer-free is a part of that healing journey, but there's so much else that goes into a story of healing. Now, I say all that to say that when I was going through this, I was pretty clear that mine was going to end in life because the message I was getting was that you are going to be a vehicle for change and for healing for the world. You are going through this to be able to use your voice to support others. And I truly had hands up faith in God to say, 
show me where to go. I will listen and I will trust. And that's why for the first three years of my journey, I didn't do anything uh, conventional. I did all integrative healing, raw foods, juicing, red light, coffee enemas, prayer, past life progression, rectal ozone, heavy metal detox, parasite cleansing. If you, if it could heal, I did it. I didn't care the faith. I didn't care the religion. I didn't I care the price. I found a way to start a business so I could fund this. And it was all with, through the vehicle of healing. And so I, I just think that that's an important part of the story because I would tell my husband, because these are very like tender times where I said, babe, I just feel like this is right. I just feel like this is the right path. And he, and I was like, I, I trust that it's going to work, but in the event that it doesn't, I'm being led here. Do you trust that I can make these decisions? And he was like, yes, I trust whatever you do, regardless of how this ends, you need to do this in a way that feels right for you. And so a lot of people are pressuring family and friends to do chemo or not to do chemo or drink green juice or not green drink green juice and at the end of the day i think it's really important and critical that the patient gets quiet listens and does what they feel is right in their soul and their heart yeah it sounds like you were pretty anchored through this i'm sure you had your moments and fear and anxiety crept yeah. in but how was your husband with it was he as anchored or he gave it up to me my my husband's a pretty chill guy. He's like from the mountains of Montana. Like he <laughs> doesn't get ruffled very much. He his job was watching crews because our son. So I was going to the cancer clinic all day, and then I was coming home and I was taking Rick Simpson oil, which is a high THC oil, and I was just journaling and resting. A lot of the time, I was healing from dental surgery. I ended up having three different surgeries. Um, he actually told me literally last month on a date night. He was like. I was so scared, but I just kept deferring to you and your strength because you seemed so clear on what you were doing that I trusted that. And I was like, you've never told me that. You seemed calm as a cucumber the whole time. And he was like, I couldn't let you see what I was going through. I just trusted you because you felt so clear on what you were doing. And I trusted if that was what was right for you, then I was just going to support you in that. And I was like, so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. That, that makes me want to cry. Yeah. Women are truly so powerful. It's so interesting. This comes up a lot in my world because a lot of women come to me like, can we save our marriage if my husband's not on board right now? And I, it was the case with my story. I've seen it time and time again, that you have so much power to be an example and an energetic leader and changing whatever the situation is in your marriage or in your case, this example in your health just by being anchored and rooted yourself and doing the deep energetic work and the trauma release, it sounds, and all the things under the sun. I love that you said that. You're like, I don't care what religion it was, how much it cost. I did it all. And I've seen some of those things on your end, things that I just didn't know about at all, like red light therapy. I'm like, what the heck is that? So we can, if people are interested in the different modalities, they can explore your page more. Mm. I think for a lot of people, when it comes to health, they, it can just be overwhelming, but it's like exactly what you said, try this, try that. This is good for you. That's good for you. And sometimes it's like completely opposite advice you're getting. And I felt like this is my year to take my preventative health more seriously. I do have cancer in my you know maternal line. So I just want to 
I've spent the past years putting out fires from my marriage and parenting and finances and now feels like my year to focus more on my health. So I made an appointment with a functional doctor. I'm going to get my blood tested just to see what's in alignment, what's out of alignment to find out what my unique blueprint is for my body. So far, this feels like the least overwhelming step I've taken because there's a lot of noise out there. What advice do you have for the woman who is overwhelmed and just wondering what are the practical next steps I can take if we'll start with the preventative standpoint? First of all, I love that you're doing that. I'm proud of you. Good job. Functional medicine doctor, get a panel done. The other thing that I really recommend, it's called the Pranuvo scan. I've spoken about it on my Instagram before. It's a radiation-free MRI that tests for over 500 different disease processes. So it can do early detection cancer, aneurysms, over 500 different diseases it can test for. Because the truth is that cancer changes at stage three or four. Not that you can't heal it, you absolutely can but it's a different it's different than stage one or two so early detection for anything that might be going on is going to be it's just going to be easier to treat early detection so pranuvo scan i do that once a year i think my i have a code carly b i think that's 300 dollars off of that the full body scan they're all over the us they've really gained a lot of traction in the last few years and i've been doing that for about three years And then beyond that, beyond labs and an MRI to actually look in and see what's going on, it's so easy to get lost in the tools, in the red light masks and the um, saunas and all of these things are fun. But what they do is they actually mimic what nature already does. If you want red light, you can go out at sunrise and sunset and get red light. If you want a sauna, you can take a super hot steaming bath and sit in it for 20 minutes and sweat, or you can go on a a walk in the middle of the Texas summer. What I always recommend to people is the tools are fun once you've mastered the basics. What are the basics? Drinking enough water, half your weight in ounces of water every single day. We are bags of water walking around on two legs. Make sure you're properly hydrated. I have a detox program that's eight weeks long. The very first week is hydration because I cannot go on to teaching someone about parasite cleansing or coffee enemas unless I know they're properly hydrated. And I have so many people, they've had migraines and no doctors could help them. They drink enough water and they're like, feel better. So are you drinking water? Are you moving your body? Are you getting outside and moving your body? Whether it's hot, whether it's cold, Put a jacket on, put a bikini on, and get your booty outside. We have got to get out in nature and be in the sunlight and breathe fresh air and pump our arms and expand our lungs. Move your body. And then are you getting enough sleep? Sleep is such a big thing, and it's so easy. Sleep is when our body heals and repairs. That is when our body is doing the repair work. So we must make sure that you're getting seven to eight hours of sleep every single night. I normally go to bed at nine and I wake up at five. And then that 5 a.m. window gives me a small, by getting up at five, I have time in the morning to do my prayer, my sauna, my rebounding and a coffee enema before the kids get up. What does that mean? It means I'm filling up my own cup first. Everyone says they're so busy. They don't have time. You have to make the time. I have three businesses, 
a healing journey, two children, a marriage, a home. Like there's a lot going on. I, I want to meet the person who's I'm super bored. I've, I've got all, all the time in the world. I'm super bored. Please someone tell me what to do because I need something to do with my time. We're all busy. So being busy is not an excuse. I promise you that if I said right now, I will pay you $100,000 if you can get on a plane and make it to the Maldives and find a week to stay here. You'd find the time because why? Because you would make the time. So you're either going to make time to be sick or you're going to make time to be. And in my opinion, because I've done both, being well is a whole lot more fun. So that would be the first thing. That would be like base 101, get the testing you need and commit to the basics. Do not worry about investing in any tools until you are drinking enough water, moving your body and your sleep and stress. Okay. That's the whole, we could have a whole podcast on stress, Yeah, but just being mindful of your stress levels. Yeah. So you said Pranuvo scan. Yep. Is that I, there's color? One, I'm in Austin. So the one that I go to is in Dallas, but they're all over the U.S. You can go to their website and find the closest one to you. Is that similar to a thermography? Not exactly. So the thermography is me- measuring heat patterns in the po- the body. A This is an MRI. So you actually lay down in it and it's a full body MRI and it can get really precise details in regards to it can it can find tumors three years before even an ultrasound could. So it's just really more precise, much more precise than a than thermography. Okay, I'll get your I'll get that in the show notes and then whatever code you have, Carly B, not Cardi B, right? Like the rapper. Yeah, Carly, Carly B. Yeah, we'll my right my married name is Brown. So I Carly mm-hmm. Brown, but my maiden name is Carly Shankman and I haven't legally changed it. So I just go by both. Ah, <laughs> nice. Cause I introduced you as Shankman. Okay. Yeah, no, but that's perfect. But I'm that too. <laughs> this is amazing. Carly things like this, just as we're landing this plane, I could talk to you for hours more about this, but I think in you changing the paradigm just about how this doesn't have to be so scary. I think a lot of us live in a time where we're constantly afraid of bad news because bad news is everywhere. And it's just, it catches like wildfire. It permeates our own nervous systems and causes anxiety to wreak havoc on our bodies. But you're saying something so different. There's a confidence about you even hearing say, hearing you say in stage three or four, like cancer can completely be kicked in the ass. And People who aren't in the health world, myself included, I just, I hear of cancer and I mostly think, oh shit, that's like a a death notice. That's the last thing you want to hear. And in my world, things like infidelity, for example, people hear that and they think, oh, you're done if your marriage has gone through that. But in my world, it's actually very common that people can heal through that. And I know how possible it is to heal through some of the deepest trauma in a marriage and do it in a way that mainstream modalities of healing may not be talking about, but it's my norm. So for for this in your world, I guess I'm trying to ask how common is it that you see people go a homeopathic, naturopathic route to healing their cancer? More and more because of the power of the internet. We now have a way to disseminate information to like-minded people. I know social media, we all get get 
annoyed with it sometimes and there's reasons why it's also an incredible blessing because we're able to share information like this i have people every day who say i'm going to hope for cancer i never knew anything like this existed thank you so much for telling my your story and that's why i'll never stop telling my story because people are gaining the re the way i found out about hope for cancer was instagram so hope for cancer is an integrative healing center where they're doing red light therapy and ivs and emotional spiritual support and detoxification, nutrition, juicing. Um, and so I found out about it because some a girl that I knew, I didn't know her, I knew her through Instagram, she had stage four lung cancer. She was given six months to live. She went to hope for cancer. She also was doing some kind of a drug that she was taking for this lung cancer. And in six, I guess she was given six months to live. And within three months, she was cancer free. This is five or six years ago now. I, I talked to her all the time, her name's Kate. And so then I was like, okay, so I learned because of this about this from Kate. So now it's my job to pay it forward and educate other people. So I think more and more people are willing. I'm actually writing a book. I'm writing a book about my journey and um, the healing modalities that I did. And I hope that it serves as a reference manual for people where they can get inspiration and they can actually learn the applicable tools of coffee enemas and uh, lymphatic drainage and castor oil packs and hydration and how to juice. So I'm hoping that'll, that'll probably be, I'm writing it now. It's probably about a year out. I'll make sure I let you know, but it's just, that's what I mean is more and more information is getting out there. And, and there was something that came up for me while you were sharing earlier, where you were saying like, so many of us are so scared of the worst thing happening. When you went through the potential divorce with your husband, did that experience help you grow? Oh yeah. Now it's like my greatest gift that I'm the most thankful for. And it took away the fear. I think so much of it is anticipatory anxiety and then you go through it and it's not as scary once you do. So do we grow the most when things are good or when things are tough? Tough. We grow the most when things are tough. And so we can say, why is this happening to me? Or why is this happening for me? Mm. And get you, I got so curious, God, this is hysterical. I've no. dedicated my life to health and now I have cancer. Are you freaking kidding me? That's freaking hysterical. Like what? And so I was like, why is this happening? Why is this happening? This is not just random. Why is this happening? Okay. You're meant to be a voice for healing. Oh, okay. Okay. So I need to transmute this, learn it myself so I can teach other people. Yes. Okay, great. What's come from that? I've launched three big businesses. I have two businesses that are over seven that bring in over seven figures. I have this incredible platform to talk to people, to impact people, to tell my story. None of this would have happened without the cancer journey. I wouldn't be on this podcast without your potential divorce that inspired you to make a platform where women can share their hardships and be heard. Our greatest days come from our toughest nights. The brightest days come from the darkest nights. And if we can just harness that remembering in the moment, why is this happening for me? There will be light on the other side of this. Yes, this sucks. Yes, it's hard. I was 33. My friends were going out partying and I'm sitting at home literally with no teeth drinking like my 85th green juice. And I'm like, this sucks. Like I wasn't like joyful about yeah. it. I'm like, this actually sucks. I had three surgeries. My mouth was sewn shut, like really big, hard things. But I always knew 
something is on the other side of this. This is not random. There's a reason this is happening for me. And I got so curious and every single time there was an opening, I'd be like, there it is. Okay, connected with this person, there it is. Okay, created this daily detox program, there it is. Oh, I see. Okay, it's all starting to make sense. So can the people who's listening, who are listening, who are going through a hard time in any area of life right now, really rest in the remembering that the light is on the other side of the dark. We live in a dualistic world. You don't have up without down. You don't have light without dark. And the equal and opposite to what we experience is what we get on the other side. So if you're like, yeah, I'm good. I've had a pretty good life. I'm fine. You just stay right here. Do, 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 do. Oh, you go down here. You unlock the opposite of that. And you get access to this height because you were at this low. That's the duality of the universe that we live in. And so it's just the prayer for people is that they don't have to get, they don't have to wait years. They're the, on the other side, but to really harness that remembering while they're in it. Yeah. Let it, it be hard. Let it be hard. It's okay. It's shitty. That's fine. You can cry. We can hurt. We can be in the hard and still have the remembering that something better is coming on the other side. Yeah. I just want to thank you. Just meeting you. Yes, I've followed you for a while, but thank you for just giving people the permission and the inspiration and invitation to get out of that consciousness where we think life's happening to us and we have no choice and power to change anything. And you're the walking, breathing, talking embodiment of, yeah, you get to choose your reality. There's so much you said today that's so powerful. I know the people listening are probably thinking what I'm thinking right now, which is just, can I keep Keep you in my back pocket all day, all every day, 24 seven, and let your energy just seep into me. And the truth is guys, what you've tasted here, everything that Carly has shared, you have that same power and potential to unlock that energy for yourself and that same paradigm and consciousness towards your own situation, your own life. So I just want to say thank you. And is there anything else that you would want to share or places that people can find you? I'll definitely link your Instagram. Instagram, but anything else? My website is carlybrownwellness.com. My Instagram's Carly Loves Kale. And I think that the number one thing that I want to leave with, leave people with is the remembering of their power. We come into this world as whole, perfect, complete beings. That's why we're mesmerized by little babies. They come and we're like, you're perfect. We don't think you should, your nose should be different. You should be thinner. Why aren't you funnier? They're just whole and perfect. That is who we still are, but society and the media and the sales of drugs and Botox and whatever, it takes us away from that. We forget, we forget the power of who we are. And so if there's one thing I want to leave people with is to remember your innate power, your wholeness, your goodness, and that you came here for a reason. There's like a one in 7 billion chance, seven, who knows the stat, 700 billion chance you're here. Like there is a reason that you are here. Everyone has a gift to bring to this world. So whatever you need to do, whether that's nature or journaling or the Bible or dancing or music that brings you home to yourself and reminds you of your wholeness and your goodness, invite more of that in. Because the more time you spend in that space, 
the more magic will be revealed in your life. So good. Thank you, Carly. Thank you for your time. Would love to have you back on another time, but this was amazing for today. Any anytime. We'll do a part two. All right. Sounds good. Thank you for having me. Ah, I'm honored you found today's episode worth your listen and time to hang out with me today. You know, for some of us, this podcast is just the thing you need to support you towards your breakthrough. But for others, we know we need a deeper level of support and guidance. So if you're a highly ambitious woman who's ready to repair deep, unshakable connection in your marriage, I'd love to tell you about my client coaching program called Root to Rise. This is the life-changing transformational container that will teach you exactly how to launch your marriage to the next level by moving trauma out of your body and stepping back into your power. Even if you've already tried everything, even if you're caught on the fence of should I stay or should I go, and even if your husband's not on board today. So look for my link in the show notes to book a call with me and we'll just talk about what's working, what's not, where you want to go. And very easily, I'll be able to tell you if and how I can help you. And if not me, I can still point you in the direction of some resources that can. So either way, tons of clarity. We'll have some fun getting to know each other while we're at it. And that's it for today. Huge hugs, my friend. I'll chat with you next Friday.